Welcome everyone to Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your master coach today. And today we're going to be talking about the value of life. And you might be thinking the value of life might be how much you make per year. And it might be an aspect of it. But the true value of life is not going to stem from some type of monetary way of thinking, even though it is a factor in our world today. So we will be diving into both what the value of life is in both monetary sense and what it is in more of the intrinsic priceless sense. So stay tuned for that. If you're new to the channel, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share the video and or audio. So the idea of the value of life was something that I've known for many years at this point, because the first time I've heard about the value of life is not so much of when people are misusing their life for the wrong things or they take their own life because they feel like they are not worth it. They feel like the world's too heavy for them, so they give up. We're not necessarily talking about the value of life there, but we can look at that in it as an aspect. But the value of life is looking at yourself and asking, how valuable are you? Right now, there's going to be many people who are going to be giving themselves an inflated sense of how much they're worth. A lot of people say, oh, I'm worth a million dollars. Well, show me. Why are you worth a million dollars? Do you have million dollar habits? Most people don't even have 50 cents habits. So if you don't even have 50 cent habits, then that means you need to figure out how can you get up to that million dollar habit, that million dollar value. It might not be as simple as, okay, well, I'm going to start going to the gym. I'm going to start listening to personal development podcasts and motivational videos. It's not that easy because the mindset or the subconscious mind, at least, is going to allow you to give you this superficial way of thinking that you think you're doing something, but you're not doing anything. And there's a difference. Many people think they're making a difference in their life to doing the right thing. Oh, I'm on keto. Oh, I'm doing this. Oh, I worked out two times this week. They think that since they worked out two times this week, they're not going to look back at the whole year and they're going to see how many times they worked out. Yes, there's an idea of small victories there, right? You've worked out two times, but out of 365 days, will you be making a difference? And maybe you did, right? Maybe you started to develop the habit, but did you keep it? Sometimes people, they give themselves this inflated sense of value. And right now, especially in the Western world, what I do with many men is I ask them, I was like, what value do you bring to the relationship? And I ask women this too. What value do you bring to the relationship? Men typically are just going to be, well, I pay the bills, things like that, right? Traditional ways. Women, on the other hand, are going to say, well, I make the house a home. I cook, I clean, I do all these you know, different things for the home. Of course, I still go out and I work too, right? Now, there's a problem there because the value that each other is providing each other is not exactly what they want. Because if we looked at just kind of the superficial things, okay, I paid the bills. Well, how much are bills, right? Bills might come up to maybe thirty dollars to $45,000, depending on your lifestyle, maybe more, depending on your lifestyle. But for the average person, right, you're going to be looking around thirty dollars to $45,000 in bills. And that's going to include your cell phone. It's going to include maybe... Your wardrobe is going to include groceries, lights, all that, right? But then we look at what is being provided by the woman, okay? Because the man is paying around thirty to forty-five thousand, paying all the bills. Now, I'm not saying that it can't be split in half. Then it's going to be about fifteen to twenty each. How much does it cost to have a maid come? Well, for a maid, maybe per hour, maybe like fifty dollars, and maybe they come once a week. And again, it depends how big your home is, because if you have a huge home, it's going to take a lot longer to clean the home. So it's going to take two hours to clean the home. So let's say it's going to cost you $100 per visit for them to clean your home. You might get your home cleaned maybe every week, right? Just to say every week. But 
in all honesty, I think most people get their home clean probably like every two weeks, like if they have a main services. So let's just say 200 to $400. So we just multiply that by 12. And then that's the value of what it will cost for you cleaning the house. Well, let's look at the grocery aspect, for example, whether it be the provider providing the groceries or if it's kind of split down the middle. Split down the middle doesn't necessarily matter. But if it's the provider providing the groceries, now the person's cooking them. Okay, you're going to cook. Cleaning only costs a couple of thousand dollars. Now cooking, how much does it cost to hire a personal chef? That's probably going to be like $60 an hour. So it's going to be more than made. But you can also get the meals that are already prepped. And you could spend, I think it's like maybe $200 a week. Now you don't have to buy groceries. So you're spending $800 maybe a month on food, the pre-cooked food. You just pop in the microwave or in the oven, already done. Now they do have some services that you can purchase like a box and then you have to cook it. But then there's some that's already pre-made. You just pop it in the microwave. How much does that cost? So let's say it is $800. Now that's going to come out to around $10,000. So we look at the housekeeping bills, two to 4000 right? We look at the food bill. Now that's going to be another 10000 So essentially the value of someone who's going to stay home cooking clean is only around maybe fifteen dollars to $20,000. That might be a lot of money to some people, but to some people that might not be worth it, right? But the value of a person is not that. So we can't say that a woman's value is fifteen dollars or $20,000 because that is how much it would cost. The value of a woman is not how much she cooks versus how much they go out to eat or how much she cleans instead of them paying a maid. So we have to look at that aspect and the idea of the value of life stems from all of these different types of conversations that we have to have because many people, again, we have an inflated sense of value. We don't understand our value because we just think, well, we are worth more than the fifteen or $20,000 because that's my job. I gave myself, I cook, I clean, I make this house a home. That's $20,000. So you are only worth $20,000. That's what you said. So what is your value? And I remember when I was getting into this conversation with one of my mentors, I said I was priceless, right? I was looking at the intrinsic side, like there was no other me. There's no other person like me. So I was invaluable, but he wasn't looking at that. He wanted a figure. What am I worth? It didn't matter if it was an hour or a year. He wanted to know what I was worth. And it was something I never really thought about. Not many people think about it. So today we're going to be looking at my most recent blog, The Value of Life, and then getting a good understanding. What is our value? What might our value be? And then how to calculate it. So I do hope everyone had a great Christmas because this blog is going to be coming out or this episode is going to be coming out after Christmas. This blog did come out on Christmas. Basically, The Value of Life is going to be talking about some of the ideas that I just spoke about. But then looking at, especially around this time of year, we can really pay attention to what's good in our life. What is something that we appreciate? I saw a quote the other day. It was about Elon Musk and his assistant had asked for a raise. So he told the assistant to take two weeks off. So she was going to take two weeks off. And the reason why he made her take two weeks off, he wanted to see how valuable she was to him. Meaning, could he live without her? Or was she an essential part of his uh, business in life? Just looking at that, that way of thinking, take two weeks off and let me see how my life is without you. If we look at relationships, for example, whether it be family or romantic, if you have someone in your life, you don't typically miss them until they're gone. Now, you might miss them if they go off to work and you say, oh, I miss you. Or if they go on vacation, oh, I miss you. But that is not miss. Like that is not a deep miss. 
I'm talking about a miss that you can never see them again, or you will never see them again, or you don't want to see them again because something happened. This is what I'm talking about, the value of life. And on Christmas Day, we're going to be looking at some of the key components to what makes life valuable. When you look at someone, when you see someone, especially a family member you haven't seen in quite some time, how do they make you feel? Do you feel joyous? Do you feel energized when you're around them? Sometimes you might not. Sometimes you might feel like, I'm glad I'm with these people. I'm happy. I'm happy I'm spending my time with them. Because at the end of the day, our hours cost something. And it's important for us to understand our worth, our value. What I will say is that you really can't charge your family and saying, hey, this is going to cost you $100 an hour if you want me to be at the Christmas dinner. Because we get something from being at that Christmas dinner where we create a bond. We create something more than what money can bring. Many people think money can bring happiness. Many people think money can bring all these wonderful things. They can buy material things, yes, for sure. But the things money can't buy is people. You might be able to pay someone a salary, $10, $15, $20 an hour, depending on the person, depending on skill level, depending on the job. You're going to see that you can hire someone, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to retain them. So most people are living in the rat race. So they have this way of thinking that they have to work for a paycheck. That's why they work for companies. When in reality, they're helping a company with a mission. If we think of it that way, we're going to be in a better position to get out of that rat race because we understand that we're providing value to a company, not working for a paycheck. Just because you are working for a company doesn't mean you're in a rat race. How you see or how you view your work is important. What is your value in that company? Because if you can look at the value of how you are in that company, then you're going to say, I'm not being appreciated. Or I need to make a change because I'm not happy here. Many people, they just kind of allow the circumstances to take over and they say, this is it. This is where I'm going to be for 40 to 60 years. So just depending on the person, what do you do? How do you make the change? How do you show your value? Because we can easily say, oh, we're valuable. We're worth a million dollars. We're worth all this money. This is my resume. This is what I have done. But just because you have a plethora of, of things you're good at, doesn't mean someone's going to see value in you. And it doesn't even mean that you're going to see value in yourself. In this blog, I go in depth in all three aspects of how do people see value in you? Do you see value in yourself? And then how to assess your value. Because if you don't understand how valuable you are, you're going to keep on doing things that are not congruent to success, to happiness, and to getting the results you want and fulfilling your goals. So we need to figure out our value. And this blog right here, the value of life is going to be breaking that down. So I encourage you to read this because it is a good read and it's going to offer many different scenarios, many different viewpoints that I won't be able to cover today in the podcast. I want you to read this. So as I was saying, for the value of life, we can be superficial and we can say, well, I'm worth a million dollars. I have this type of qualification. So of course, this is my money that I should be asking. And I always find it interesting when I interview people, because what I do when I interview people for a position here at Reverend Concepts is I always ask them their salary. I said, what is your ideal hourly rate? What is your ideal salary rate? Typically, I go off salary because what I find is everyone wants to work 40 hours, but no one wants to do 40 hours worth of work. But if you have a salary, it's a little bit more straightforward for me. So it's like, hey, this is the work. I just want you to get the work done. I don't care if it takes you two hours to get it done. I don't care if it takes you 40 hours to get it done. Just get the work done. And it makes for very efficient workers, very efficient workflow. 
the work gets done in half the time. So I don't have to pay someone 40 hours to be fooling around wasting time. Now they're only using 20 hours, maybe even less, and now they're getting the job done. That's what I like. And I know there are some companies out there who will make their people go into a nine to five all day and they're salary workers. This is not what I do. I say, this is the job. This is the task. Let's get it done. This is the salary. It's very simple. They can get it done in five hours. They can get it done in five minutes. It might take them 50 hours in a week, maybe to get something done for me. But the balance is there. And they understand that because some weeks they're just like, okay, well, there's nothing to do. Good, right? That means you did everything. Because there's always something new popping up. There's always work that needs to be done. The value that I see into my workers, are they capable of being self-efficient by themselves? I want to be as hands-off as I can with them. I don't have time. I have no time to manage people. They have to manage themselves. They have to learn how to manage themselves. And if they don't understand how to do that, then they're always going to give themselves an out. They're going to give themselves an excuses. And excuses do not work with me and my employees. I don't give myself excuses, so why would I allow any of my employees to give me excuses? Now, I understand there's circumstances, but just because there's a certain circumstance doesn't mean you cannot fulfill your role. There's seven days in a week. There's 24 hours in a day, and you're telling me you couldn't figure out how to do the work. For me, the value of that person is not going to be valuable in my life. Not saying that that person is not valuable. But to me, they're not of value. So creating value is so important. How do we create the value? We show up. We show up and we say, all right, I'm going to make it each and every day. I'm going to show up every single day and I'm going to do what I can, do what I have to do, handle my business. Because anyone can simply apply for a job, get a paycheck, and do a half-assed job. Anyone can do that. There is no skill involved. There is no critical thinking involved. There is no passion or purpose involved with that. The only thing you have to do is show up. Even though all you have to do is show up, people don't show up. People don't see that. People don't see the value that they create for themselves. And people don't see the value that they lose in themselves. Because I might say, here's a great example. OnlyFans is a service that you can go on and you can maybe sell pictures, do live uh, webinars, I believe, or like webcam videos, and people can sign up to be a member. Or they can get stuff from you, right? So someone can sell their pictures, whether they be just regular clothes pictures or they could be, you know, provocative pictures. So they can do that. I know OnlyFans, you know, that's not the only thing they do because they can have a sexual aspect of it and they can have maybe a more economical aspect of it. Like, oh, watch my OnlyFans, I'm going to be cooking or I'm going to be cleaning or I'm going to be doing my hair or something like that or makeup or I'm going to be playing video games. And regardless, whatever they're doing, they're going to be, I guess, getting paid a certain amount depending on how many subscribers they have or whatever, or if they have members or people purchase their items or products. So what happens there is that they're selling themselves, basically. They're selling, hey, this is me and you can purchase part of me, right? So the value of them has been given. So this is how much I'm worth. There's a mistake that's happening with OnlyFans, especially with our younger women, is that they might be making great money where they're making anywhere from ten dollars to $100,000 a month. That's really great money. But at the same time, is that going to be sustainable long term? And the reason why it's not going to be sustainable long term is because they're youth. Many people who are purchasing their products are buying them because they're youthful. With age comes value. And it's in both senses because a woman is given her value, a man has to earn his value, but a woman loses her value as she goes up in age, not saying that she's not valuable. 
there's a difference. This is looking at it in the way of sex, though, because I can look at a woman as being valuable if she's the mother of my children. So even though she's young, maybe we have kids when she's 18, now she's maybe 40, I'm going to still see her as valuable because she's the mother of my children. She's going to be the person helping me raise these human beings. There's a difference in how we perceive value. What has this person done? What will this person do? And I think sometimes the value of life gets skewed. We only see what's on the outside. We see our superficial emotions, the things that are on top. I feel sad. I feel lonely. I feel depressed. I don't want to live anymore. That right there, that way of thinking is because you don't understand your true value of life. You don't see what type of value you bring in other people's lives. Because you might be bringing in value for someone's life that you don't even know is happening. That's why around this year, around Christmas time, around the New Year's time, you get to be around your family, around your loved ones. And it's a reminder, hey, you're loved. But then there's going to be some people who don't have the family around them at this time or don't have the comfort around this time or the gifts or the presents or the praise or they don't have all the food or the parties that is going on right now. So they start to reflect on themselves. Well, what is their value truly if they're alone? I can tell you that you can be alone and you can be invaluable. You can have a high value if you want to look at it in the sense of monetary. You can have that all, but you have to figure out what is your value. The value of life, this blog right here, is going to be helping you understand what is your value, seeing value, and then chasing your value. Because the value you have right now can either go down or go up. But the reason why it goes down is because of you. And the reason why it goes up is because of you. So at the end of the day, the value of life is dependent on you. What is your value of life? Just asking yourself that question. What is my value in life? Or what is the value of life? And there is a purpose in life because there's so much that comes into play when you are being born or you're being created. And then, of course, you being an infant and then someone taking care of you. And let me tell you, If you have an infant or if you're a parent and you have taken care of a kid before, you know very well that that kid is basically defenseless and they need you to protect them. And even as they grow up and they go off to school and they're in their class with their classmates and their teachers, you still have to protect them, especially in our current society with all this type of woke culture and all these type of different subjects that are being taught in school. We are still protecting them because we are trying to instill what we want into these young minds, our children. And then, of course, the teachers teach them the basics and then they carry on. But they're not teaching them the basics anymore. They're teaching them opinions. So the value of a teacher has gone down. Many teachers see that. Many teachers see that their hands are tied. The value of life is all around us. It doesn't just have to be in how much we're worth or what we bring to the table. It's every aspect of what we do. So if you're having a hard time understanding your value, if you're having a hard time understanding your worth, I encourage you to read this blog. And if this blog doesn't resonate with you, then of course, head over to RevanConcepts.com and sign up for coaching and we can figure out that value. It took me a coach. It took me a mentor to figure out my value and not just in the monetary sense, but what my life was worth. Because I had a choice. I can either keep on living the life that I was living or I can make a change. And I decided to make a change. And I can say that change has changed my whole entire life. I know I use the word change quite a bit there. Not just value in my life has gone up intrinsically, right? Where I feel a sense of fulfillment in what I do. But even monetary, where now I'm going to be living in more abundance. And there was a time in my life when I didn't see it as viable But I always had that hope. I always had that aspiration for that to happen. I remain optimistic. 
and you can make some changes in your life too. Whether it be from your bank account to your personal life and your relationships, you can be seen as someone who's invaluable. You can be seen as valuable. And when that happens to you and when you start to realize that and see that, then you have a new purpose and a sense of life. And the main thing you have to do is understand and see your value. And it can be a little bit tricky if you have a lot going on. So don't hesitate. Don't wait. Find your value today so you can start to make changes and see yourself in a new light. And that light is going to provide you so much more than a clear view. It's going to provide you with some warmth in your life and what you're doing. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me coachingincession at gmail.com. And I will see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone, take care.